Hey everyone, welcome to Grace for a Mom's Heart, a short devotional for moms who want to grow in their understanding of God's Word and its application to motherhood. Today we are spending some time in Psalm 7. Now that we've made it this far into the Psalms, are you starting to recognize some consistent themes? Lamenting, asking for protection, affirming God's kingship, and praise. Are you seeing how real the psalmists are as they cry out to God? I don't know about you, but this is such an encouragement to me that I can tell God anything. I don't have to wait until I've got it all together, and I don't have to word it perfectly. Last week, I was feeling a lot of pressure and somewhat overwhelmed as as we prepared for our son's wedding that was happening in our backyard. I woke up during the night and realized that I was just plain angry. I wasn't mad at anyone else in particular, but as I verbalized my anger to God, I realized I was actually mad at Him. Now, my good girl side would say that I should never be mad at God for lots of good, true reasons. He is good. He's perfect. He's sovereign. He always has my best interest in mind. But I was beyond being reasoned with. I was just done. I'd come to the end of myself, and in that moment, I was reminded that I could literally tell God everything I was feeling, and He would not hold it against me. He most certainly has broad enough shoulders to handle it. So I had my little hissy fit while He quietly listened. I eventually fell back asleep, and as I opened my eyes the next morning, there was this sense of relief. I felt like a toddler who just needed to blow off my frustration and take a good nap. It seems as though there will always be a little girl inside of me who needs her daddy. He really is the perfect daddy, and we really need to let him be that to us. Psalm 7 was written by David, and as I read through it, I was reminded of some basic truths that we can take with us to anchor us today. Let's read through the psalm first. I come to you for protection, O Lord my God. Save me from my persecutors. Rescue me. If you don't, they'll maul me like a lion, tearing me to pieces with no one to rescue me. O Lord my God, if I have done wrong or am guilty of of injustice, if I have betrayed a friend or plundered my enemy without cause, then let my enemies capture me. Let them trample me into the ground and drag my honor in the dust. Arise, O Lord, in anger. Stand up against the fury of my enemies. Wake up, my God, and bring justice. Gather the nations before you. Rule over them from on high. The Lord judges the nations. Declare me righteous, O Lord, for I am innocent, O Most High." End the evil of those who are wicked and defend the righteous, for you look deep within the mind and the heart, O righteous God. God is my shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right. God is an honest judge. He is angry with the wicked every day. If a person does not repent, God will sharpen his sword. He will bend and string his bow. He will prepare his deadly weapons and shoot his flaming arrows. The wicked conceive evil. They are pregnant with trouble and give birth to lies. They dig a deep pit to trap others, and then they fall into it themselves. The trouble they make for others backfires on them. 
the violence that they plan falls on their own heads. I will thank the Lord because He is just. I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. So let's read the first three verses again. I come to you for protection, O Lord my God. Save me from my persecutors. Rescue me. If you don't, they will maul me like a lion, tearing me to pieces with no one to rescue me. O Lord my God, if I have done wrong or am guilty of injustice, if I have betrayed a friend or plundered my enemies without cause. And he goes on to talk about what should happen to him if he does that. So what we're seeing here is David is acknowledging his need for God's protection, followed by asking God to examine his heart. Humility is such an important part of growing in our walk with God. The world sees humility as weakness, but God tells us instead to humble ourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, He will lift you up in honor. That's 1 Peter 5, verse 6. And in Proverbs 18, 12, it says, Haughtiness, or pride, goes before destruction, but humility precedes honor. David is confident that he will be found innocent before the Lord. He is not claiming to be without sin, but he knows that he doesn't deserve the brutal attacks of his enemies. I feel this way when it comes to some of the accusations that we are facing as Christians in our culture. Those who oppress God and oppose Christianity are boldly charging us with false allegations about our beliefs and labeling us as haters, bigots, etc. We can also feel this accusatory spirit in many different ways as moms and or as homeschool moms. But our innocence is clear before God. Do you hear that? Our innocence is clear before God. That is what matters. And we see that as we read the next few verses where it says, Arise, O Lord, in anger. Stand up against the fury of my enemies. Wake up, my God, and bring justice. Gather the nations before you. Rule over them from on high. The Lord judges the nations. Declare me righteous, O Lord, for I am innocent, most high. End the evil of those who are wicked. And defend the righteous, for you look deep within the mind and heart, O righteous God. Notice the verses 8 through 10 specifically, those last couple of verses. It is God who rules on high, and it is He who judges the nations and who declares us righteous because He is the one who looks deep within the mind and heart. He is our shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right, not perfect, but right with Him. He is an honest judge, He is the ultimate judge and jury, not man. I don't know about you, but as I read these truths, I feel confidence rising in me to do what God is calling me to do, no matter what anyone else thinks. This is our right, our privilege, and our calling as Christian wives, mothers, and women of God. These truths remind us of that and show us why we can and should. Here's the reason why. Because when it's all said and done, we are not going to stand before anyone else to give an account for our lives. We will stand only before Him. We see this even more 
as we finish up the last several verses of this psalm. Verses 11 through 17, God is an honest judge. He is angry with the wicked every day. And if a person does not repent, God will sharpen his sword and bend and string his bow. He will prepare his deadly weapons and shoot his flaming arrows. The wicked conceive evil. They are pregnant with trouble and give birth to lies. They dig a deep pit to trap others and then fall in it themselves. The trouble they make for others backfires on them. The violence they plan falls on their own heads. I will thank the Lord because he is just. I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Do you hear that? He is the just God. He is the judge and jury, and we will stand only before him. He is a just God, and he requires repentance. There are severe consequences for those who do not repent, but there are great blessings for those who do. As Christians, he calls us to humility, but he promises us promises to bless those who humble themselves. This can sometimes feel like gears grinding, but God richly blesses obedience. As we prepared to, um, we prepared for our son's wedding in our backyard, I asked God to help me walk through it with grace and with peace and with wisdom As wonderful as weddings are, the unique stresses that they involve tend to sometimes bring out the worst in us. I know where I tend to get tripped up, and I prayed specifically over those areas. And I believe that the struggles that I had before the wedding, including my little hissy fit, were God's way of doing a work in my heart so that I could walk through that weekend with the grace, peace, and wisdom that I had been praying for. Moms, God is always faithful to his promises. I'm going to ask a few questions to dig a little deeper. Are there areas that you're feeling challenged to humble yourself before God? Why, according to this psalm, can you confidently walk out what God is calling you to versus what others might be pressuring you to do? What is he specifically laying on your heart that you now know you need to do no matter what anyone else is saying. And the last challenge I want to give you is to do a study looking at all the verses in the Bible that talk about humility. You can find a a Bible concordance generally in the back of your Bible. Um, If not, you can go online and just look up all the verses on humility. Um, It's a good, good study. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you so much for your reminders today that at the end of the day, at the end of our lives, the only person we're going to stand before is you. God, I pray that you would give us courage today to hear your voice, to let your voice quiet all the other ones that are pressuring us to do so many other things. But God, may we hear your voice and walk in obedience to it. Thank you that we can count on your faithfulness to bless us as we do that, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.